listening to Your Bright Future, a Lava Ridge counseling podcast connecting home and school, where we share tips and tools to build a bright future for our students. Welcome to Your Bright Future with the Lava Ridge counselors. Today, Mr. LD is here with our special guest, Mike Hassler. He, he's our work-based learning coordinator at the district. And, and to start out, Mike, we always like to hear a little bit about you know, you, you know, what, whatever you like to share, your interests, family, but especially focusing on kind of your education and work background. Yeah. Um, so I moved to St. George, actually, just like a lot of people, you come here for college and then you fall in love with it, right? Sure, sure. And all of a sudden, you're just like, I can't go back to winters. And so my wife <laughs> and I, we just decided this is where we're going to be. Um, so we now have four kids. Uh, we have a, uh, one's a junior, a sophomore, freshman, and then we have one in fifth grade as well. Oh, crazy. Um, yeah. And so while we're here, my wife, she's a nurse. She's over at the hospital. Um, okay. that's, she's a stroke coordinator currently. Oh, wow. And then um, I was actually working with workforce development and we were just doing projects. We're helping single parent families um, be able to upskill themselves, make more money um, and just kind of help them out. And then that led to an opportunity with the district while I was doing that to since you know we're over here making these placements and helping people get jobs Mm -hmm. um the school district says well hey we've got this project and so um the workforce services and and the and the district also they just came together and um they built this project this work-based learning project and then i applied for it and um, that's kind of how i got in oh crazy and and then um i just started just started back in 2016-17 we just kind of tore everything down and figured out kind of what the employers want a little bit and we only had 10 companies that would really step up and help us out mm-hmm. and um and then since then we're just under 600 companies since oh then. my so gosh our program that's amazing exponential growth that's crazy mike yeah and it so it's won the best in utah award it's received national recognition for what we're doing um but really at the end of the day what's made the what's made this program work is the employers have stepped up and they said this is what we want and thankfully, the students have stepped up and said, well, we're willing to uh, to do that for you. And so the students have put their cell phones away. Uh, <laughs> they've prepared themselves. They've done some great things. And they've really just Im- just impressed a lot of people out there. And and that's kind of success of our program is just our students just being willing to step up and work hard. No, for sure. I mean, that, that's amazing. And and yeah, you and I actually, now that you're saying that, came to Washington County the same year. And that, that's pretty cool, 16, 17. So yeah. t- tell us a little bit about what that process has been to kind of grow that from 10 to 600. That that's pretty incredible. Yeah. So it started out with um, just trying to figure out what does the high school student look like? And so that's something that John Butler and I, we focused a lot on in the beginning um, mm-hmm. before John, you know, he's a big shot. I don't sure, know. I have sure. to like schedule a time to even give him a <laughs> high five these days. But, um, but back then we were just kind of just, just looking into what is, you know, what do we have to do? And really just the feedback came back and said, Hey, um, the high school students don't want to work. They're lazy. They're entitled. And if you can <laughs> fix that, then we'll hire them. And so I was like, well, that, that doesn't make sense. And so mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. went, we went back, we kind of put a process in place where we have these, these two professional development workshops. Um, workshop one is where you focus on more like your resume or your digital portfolio work. And then workshop two at the time was, was just all about just interview skills and just, you know, professional preparedness. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so then we just went to work and they just, I, I got enough employers. I think I started with like 32 employers as well. I was able to drum up and they loved them and awesome. they just said, well, we want more, we want more. And, and so we just keep knocking the doors, knocking the doors. And then when COVID hit, uh, like, you know, our program just kept building and building. Sure. And then COVID hit, we're about 425, I think. And then we lost 113 mm. companies because of COVID, but then yeah, we gained yeah. 
150 because of LinkedIn. And um, really, yeah. So we just started putting our students' portfolios on LinkedIn. Um, we were able to convince uh, USPE to 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 fund that basically, just wow. the, the the internship class. And so uh, we we just started building these digital portfolios. We're putting them on LinkedIn. We're showing those. We're shooting the URLs to employers. And uh, the USBE backed it. They got behind it and says, look, let's do this. And all of a sudden, the program just like blew up. And oh, that's crazy. Um, there's just never enough hours in the day now to do what we do. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a hard work, knocking doors. But then again, at the end of the day, it's always just like the common thread is we send the students portfolio to the employers and then mm -hmm. they love it. So it's not mm -hmm. these kids like they're just they're really doing cool things right now. Like I'm super impressed with the students in our district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I want to hit on some of those highlights. But first, I our our student base, their parents, you know, we're looking at sixth and seventh graders, but we have other people that listen. They have older kids. Um, when do they when can they get started in your program? And and our kids go to Snow Canyon, but you know, I, I know Snow Canyon's part of that in any high school in the district, but kind of is that more a junior year thing or when when's the ideal time to kind of start dabbling with with this program? Yeah. So, I mean, we love Snow Canyon. I mean, we, we've had a lot of good students come from there. Tons of good students come from the Snow Canyon boundaries. Um, Brad Bench, when he was a principal at Snow Canyon middle school was a huge advocate in letting us come in and just talk about opportunities um, through their CTE pathways. Mm -hmm. And that's really where it starts. I think it's okay. super important for any student to, to just start to explore those pathway courses at their school. And then um, when they really figure out what they want to go into, they can apply for the internship program whenever they want. And I would oh. recommend in some cases doing it early. Oh, wow. So you can't do the internship until you're a junior. And, okay. uh, but there are, for example, we have a forensic science, um, a forensic science internship that we offer. Then there's only two spots for the entire school district. Oh my gosh. And we can't create more. So there's basically, <laughs> there's the six large schools, the, the, the three smaller schools, so there's nine high schools that that have access to the, to those two um, internship oh, wow. spots, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I would just say, if you know what you want to get into, apply now. But uh, but really, just use those CT pathways to to find your niche and what you love to do. Mm -hmm. And um, and then don't rush the process. So I don't. It's been a trend lately. I don't know what's going on, but we've had a lot of uh, push that we need to start offering internships in the sophomore year of, of school. Oh, wow. And they say, because look, that's when they can work. So they can, if they're old enough to work, they're old enough to go to an internship. And sure, I sure. would agree with that aspect, but I feel like it's super important to stay in the classroom for a little bit longer mm -hmm. and just take some more classes and just expand on your interest before you go out to the employers, because that's I mean, it's expensive to train kids yeah, and, yeah. and so they really want students who have done everything they can do in the classroom and then, and then give them that capstone experience um, when they're a junior or senior. No, I love that. And, and parents, just so you know, in our seventh graders, we have a CCA class, college career awareness class, where you kind of, kind of the first little bit a student gets kind of dabbling with that CT year overview. And of course that kind of grows as they get into the middle school and then high school. And, and Mike, one thing that I loved, I was at Dixie High School previously and worked with you a little bit there, but this is such a great opportunity. I, I, I guess we haven't said on this, but they get, of course, get high school credit while they're doing it, which is a big thing, but they save so much time and money by figuring out what they actually want to do. And in the process, they're building their resume, they're building their portfolio, they're building those soft skills, those, those important, mm -hmm. you know, skills that employers are looking for. And, and so just kind of, I guess, sell your program a little bit to, you know, these future kids and parents. Why, why would 
a student want to do this instead of just the typical high school route or, and I know you could do both, right. But, but, yeah. or instead of like CE or AP or, or things like that. Boy, I mean, there's, there's so many avenues, but there's, there's only, and this is, this is state and nationwide really, but 5% is, is all that, that juniors and seniors do in internships in Utah wow. or even America. And so as soon as you step into the internship program, you immediately become part of the 5% club. <laughs> and so you have the ability to kind of separate yourself from 95% of the other people, which makes job searching and scholarships and other stuff a little bit. Um, it's, it's, it's more obtainable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when you do that, I mean, you, it just automatically just kind of does set you above the competition a little bit more. And then what our program focuses on a lot, and this is why I think it's super important. And this is actually what we've been really focusing on with the application process, but um, yes, we offer credits, but, um, and, and you can, we have kids that need the credits. We have kids mm -hmm, that don't need mm -hmm. the credits, but at the end of the day, all we really are looking for is students who have that drive to just make, just improve upon themselves. And so like, we have a kid right now that's, um, that just moved here, but he's homeless. Like he's just got nowhere to go, nothing to do. Mm. Um, yeah, he needs the credits, but this kid is hungry to, to improve his life, to just yeah. improve himself. And so that drive is what we go for. Because when you do, let's just say you you do the program here in St. George, you're part of this 5% club, but then you move <laughs> up to Salt Lake and well, there's the 5% up there. And so how do you compete against them? And so what we try to do is the first thing we teach all of our interns is we want to help them become more competitive locally. And we want them to be able to with, you know, on their own, be able just to use their own networks, get out there and just start landing jobs and, and taking them from other people, really. Um, because when there's one job opening and lots of people applying, you have to figure out how to make it yours. And for we want sure, our students sure. to have that advantage over even the universities or the techs. I mean, mm -hmm. we, 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 we want our students to get, it. I mean, I, I, yeah, we just do. And it, but then if they move, we want them to be more competitive across the state. And so mm -hmm. if you end up going to Salt Lake or Logan, you, we want you to be able to use your, your digital portfolio and your network to land jobs before you've even, before you even moved there. And so that's what we teach. And then the last thing for those of them who are interested, we, we teach them how to be more competitively on a national scale. And we do that through a lot of different methods, but we've even got it down to taking their digital portfolio and we turn it into a hashtag. We make the hashtag trend. <laughs> we push the hashtag in front of certain CEOs. Oh my gosh. And then things just change when the CEO clicks on their student's hashtag and then boom, there it is. All of his CTE work or her CTE wow. work. Um, and, and anyways, it's just kind of a cool, a cool thing what we're doing, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm a parent, I would just think, well, I want my kid to have that ability. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that ability, that advantage. I, yeah, I, I think two things. Just my observation, kind of, just what you said hit on. But just as a counselor, I, I think building those connections and, and mm -hmm. that confidence to make connections, and also just that hands-on experience goes so far. I mean, we, most of us, you know, li our listeners and myself you know, education, of course, is great, you know, but like when I was in school to be a school counselor, I loved my, you know, philosophy classes and all that. But I learned so much more in my school counseling internship than I ever learned in school, you know, with the hands on practice. And, and that's what is the cool opportunity that you're giving these kids in, in, in a wide range of fields, right? So that yeah. I, I love just all the different, the diverse options you have as well. I agree. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was the same way. I, I just think the internship really makes the difference. But um, again, I mean, I think one of my best students I've ever had actually had a 1.7. So sometimes oh, really? we, we, yeah, sometimes we get um, 
people think, well, this program sounds like it's only for the, you know, the four O's or the, or the rich last mm -hmm. names. And to be honest with you, a lot of those students don't end up making it through because they haven't yet learned how to, how to do it on their own yet. Yeah. And, yeah. and so um, that student that I, I, I he, well, I, I guess I can't say his school boundary, but um, the 1.7 student that did so well, um, there was one class that he did well in, and that was the class that he wanted to do as a career. Mm. And although he wasn't doing well in the other ones, as soon as I got him with the, with an employer that really matches what his interests were, um, it was, everything else was just history. I mm. mean, it was just easy. He understood it. He got it and life was great. And that's kind of what we do on a daily basis. So for me, it's fun. And I feel bad for teachers because, you know, <laughs> for real, it's like they're, they're teaching them in like seventh grade and eighth grade uh -huh, and, uh -huh. and, and they're building and they're putting these things in them um, to help them succeed in life. And then I'm on the back end with work-based learning and internships, especially. And we're kind of like just collecting all this and then just turning it into like a nice bouquet, you know, and um, but the teachers just, they deserve a lot of credit for what they're doing. And I'm just lucky to be on the back end helping um, just turn it into something successful with the employers. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, yeah, the, the bouquet and the 5% club, you get, you got all sorts of good things going for you. That's good. <laughs> it's fun but, what we do. Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned some, but I, I guess kind of give us a sampling of some, uh, and, and we'll put in, in our notes for the show, a link to your website where parents and students could check it out, but yeah. give it, give us some of the, I guess, eye-catching internships that you've recently added or that students have really enjoyed? What, what are some examples of some internships that kids are enjoying? Well, we, we offer, if you can, everything, but just actually flying a plane really? I think is, is important <laughs> to understand. So we actually were able to, to, to do about 73 different career pathways within our oh my internship gosh. program. And so really as a parent, if you're, if there's something that your student wants to do, let's figure out a way to make it happen. Um, I think the most impressive one, it was actually for a student at Snow Canyon High School recently, um, although he turned it down because it wasn't in his schedule. But uh, Sophia Ford, she's mm -hmm. one of our CT career coaches. <laughs> she actually went and set up a D1 football scholarship internship. Really? Or, not scholarship, but D1 football coaching oh my uh, internship. Gosh. And so she got the head coach of Utah Tech University for the football team. Um, to say, yeah, I'll take a high school intern and he can come <laughs> and he can come learn. And um, I was shocked that she, that they said yes to her, first of all. And then, yeah, so it was just a great thing. That's incredible. And then the last minute the student says, I just can't fit in my schedule. <laughs> and so it didn't, oh, it didn't get fulfilled. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, that was, that was one that I just thought, man, that'd be kind of a fun one that people yeah, don't yeah. Really realize is out there. But, but we, we do a lot of our programs about, and it's not because of, we don't recruit this way, but it's about 60% healthcare. Okay. Um, okay. But you know, our area is there's this, the three, the big three are healthcare, um, real estate and education. Mm -hmm. So if you're not working at one of the, as an educator, there's, and you're not in healthcare, there's a good chance you're doing real estate, building houses, concrete, whatever, selling houses, sure, sure. whatever it may be. But I'm just telling you anything that you guys want, we can, we can pretty much make happen except for actually have you get behind the, <laughs> the you know, fly a plane. Yeah. Maybe fly, maybe not surgery also. Right. You know, <laughs> cutting people open so much. Well, I mean, we, we, we put them in. So every, this is kind of a unique, but, and this is our district's the only one that does this in Utah for now, but um, uh, it companies kept telling us that they can't do high school internships because the students are under 18 and HIPAA, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so we actually contracted with the company and uh, we pay for it here uh, as part of the internship program, but we get every single one of our healthcare interns uh, nationally HIPAA certified. Wow. And so that, that certification um, has reciprocity across all 50 states. 
Um, and so we cover the the workers' comp, we cover the liability insurance, plus they come HIPAA certified. Oh my gosh. And so for healthcare employers, at this point, we've actually <laughs> removed all the barriers. And so if they're saying no now, they're just being jerks and lazy. <laughs> and and I yeah, but as a parent, that's it's good to know, I think, that that this is available for your students and that we can really help uh, streamline that process. I, I guess I one other question, and maybe you've already reached out to people, but some of our listeners might you know, as employers want to get involved. I mean, is that, is that an easy process? Do they just kind of reach out to you if that did want to, if they did want to get involved and have some internships? It is. So I think the, yes, the answer is absolutely yes. Um, it's, it's pretty quick and easy. If, even if they went to the wash K 12 internship website, um, they scroll, scroll down to uh, the employer tabs, you can just get started. Okay. Um, but even though we built the name wash K 12 internships, but work-based learning is really what we do. Mm-hmm. And internships is one of the things inside work-based learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us more kind of the bigger umbrella. Yeah. So we do K through 12 um, uh, career development opportunities. And so as an employer, um, in some cases, they want to help out. They want to give back, but they don't want to take a student on, um, you know, 40, 80 or 120 hours a semester because mm-hmm. it's just too much. And so we have a menu of services that you can do. And so for the CCA classes, we have employers that come in all the time and they'll actually present on their career pathways in their fields and what they do. Um, like on Monday, we at Pineview Middle School, we're doing the job fair oh, cool. and we've got five companies coming in to hire a freshman over at Pineview oh, Middle really? School. Oh, really? And then we're bringing in 12 volunteers to come help kind of do mock interviews and mentor the, the students before they get out there and start interviewing with these companies that are, that are showing up. And um, anyways, and, and then a few of those volunteers are actually other companies who are just coming in just to help just do mock interviews because mm-hmm. they don't have like, they're like, well, we don't hire freshmen but we'll help with mocks. Mm. And so as an employer, as a, you know, anything that you want to do to really help our students um, be exposed to career development and career opportunities, uh, there's a place for you. And if you can only give one time a a year, maybe for 20 minutes, we'll take it. Um, But at the end of the day, we've got 34, over 34,000 students in the district. And And that's crazy. And there's just, there's no shortage of opportunities to partner with us in different capacities other than internships. Um, and so wherever you're comfortable, let's, let's, let's get talking and, and make something happen. I love that. Um, yeah, I, I, we definitely focus on internships and in, anything else you wanted to hit on. I mean, that was kind of a big broad stroke with the W WBL, but I wanted to give you a chance to just kind of revisit or, or hit on anything else I didn't ask you about. Well, no, I mean, I, I, my, my personal, there's, there's a couple things that we're doing that are kind of cool. Um, we're in the process right now of developing, uh, like a heavy equipment operator apprenticeship program with the school mm-hmm. district, which is going to be really cool because students, um, as they do the internship program, um, they can get some pre-apprenticeship credit hours, but, uh, the whole process is paid. So we'll, we'll get them all the way through as a heavy equipment operator and they'll be paid the whole way through, even as they're doing Gosh. the training, the certifications, the licensing, um, and then, uh, Dave Gardner, our CT director has just given the clear. And so, uh, Linda Brown and mm-hmm. Helen Morse, they are, um, I think on October, on November 28th, they're starting to open up the lid to see what, uh, computer programming apprenticeships look like, because oh. we have a lot of companies in town that say, uh, you can't, uh, you can't intern as a, as a as a programmer, you have to apprentice, mm-hmm. but, but then the apprentice process is so difficult going through all these hoops. And so we have a, there's a company out in Colorado that's going to teach us how to do it ourselves here in Utah, like, or in our, in our district. 
where we can actually collaborate straight with the employers and the Department of Labor and just start getting our, our students computer programming opportunities as an apprentice while they're still like a senior in high school. And so we've got some cool things coming down the pipeline. Yeah, sounds like it. That, that's incredible. I mean, it really is just amazing the opportunities available to students these days. I mean, you think back to when we were in school, there was <laughs> there's there's like nothing comparatively, right? Like you, you could take a few AP classes and that was about it. Yeah. As far as I knew, it's, well, it's I made it pretty what's available. Yeah, I was gonna say I made a pretty mean uh, CD case holder in Woodshop when I was in school. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, but these days, CDs are like, what's that? I know. But I, I know think I hold sure. like twenty-five CDs. I was like the man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mike, thank you so much for being with us today, and and our, to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. Please, please share. You know, talk about this with your sixth and seventh grade students. If you have older older children that are interested in exploring pretty much anything except flying a plane, you know, yeah. which I'm sure they could do, explore that, but not get behind the wheel. We have that for you. And it's amazing just to see the program you've helped develop, Mike, and, and, and grateful to you. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, and thank, thank you. Thank you.